0: Brave Amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a Brave Amigo, <laughs> wherever they
1: need us, our destinies lead us, Amigos, we're always together. Hello and welcome to episode 24, Season 5 of the Three Amigos. I'm your host, Mars, and I'm joined as always by my Amiga, Kali. Our Amigo, PJ, could not make it tonight, but don't worry, we have the lovely, our Amiga, Hannah. At FBL Hannah joining us tonight. Ladies, how are you?
2: I'm good and excited that we have, you know, a majority female (laughs) podcast panel today.
1: (laughs) Is this this the first time you two put it together?
2: Yeah, well, on the normal pod because um, obviously we had Hannah's um, getting to know you, but actually, I think last time when Hannah um, jumped on the normal pod, uh, I wasn't able
1: to join that night. So Oh of course, yes. of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Surrounded
2: okay. by ladies, Mars, as is oh, normal in your mean. life.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's the way I'm used to. It. I have no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, how are
0: you? Uh I'm doing really well. Thank you. Um,
1: and how was the how was the end of your trip in the UK? Because obviously we met up and then you had a while and then you, you went to the game and I don't think we spoke as in on the pod. We haven't spoken since you've been to the game and everything, right? Or oh, did we? I can't to be honest. I lost, no, you weren't.
0: Uh, I was talking about it with Morph last time I was on the podcast. Yeah, true. But yeah, oh, so it was fantastic. Like the weather in London was probably the best you'd had all all year. Yes, and, uh, yes, I got yes, really lucky yes. with that.
1: Yes, I remember now. Sorry, it's been, You know, when you're fasting, uh, everything just goes around. Like you forget things. I can just. Oh, true. How's that, that been going? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love it. I enjoy it. It is it, going well with the diet anyway, so so it's good. <laughs>
2: well, that's <laughs> it's, that's true, actually, because this is you know you're you're obviously fasting, but since being on your health kick,
1: yes, does it make yeah. a
2: difference? Do you find
1: I'm just eating less? To be honest, I try not because you know what well, I I eat eight fifteen, so I try not to eat too much because mm-hmm. I don't want to be you know I, don't, I I feel I just get so bloated quickly anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, so before I would have porridge about midday and one meal now I just have the one meal really and uh, just loads of f- fluids um, my shisha intake has gone off a lot more <laughs> <laughs> this could be due to Liverpool as well but it's all good it's all good so let's uh, let's get into the scores then um, Kylie um, you're having a, a storm of 61 points with a wild card and you've got your three Chelsea boys to go uh, so yeah tell us quickly about your 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 wild card and the voice in the back delivering
2: yeah and I mean regular listeners might be like what <laughs> why because that's very different to what we had discussed on on the pod I did actually for the first time probably ever make early transfers and brought in Mount and Verna as I had said on the pod last game week um, because I had exact money and then as we drew closer to the deadline and by closer I mean like the night before um, I was chatting with you and, and PJ and sort of Kilman, I still had Doherty rotting on my bench and then Kilman had been ruled out. Livermento hadn't been playing. There were rumours that Barnes wasn't going to play, rumours that Robbo wasn't going to play. Um, the best guesses for City's lineup featured a rest for uh, Foden. So like my team was really looking decimated and and then basically come Saturday morning, as is clearly my style, especially when playing chips this season, I, I got to sort of an hour before the deadline and thought, I, I think I actually have to wildcard now. And I really hadn't planned to at all. So I hadn't looked as closely. I, I'm usually a planner, but clearly not the last few months. And so I had no concept of what I wanted to do And so I had to spend sort of half an hour getting to grips with upcoming fixtures and then pull together a wild card out of of the hat. And I didn't have enough money to have um, both Trent and Robbo. So I had to choose one and um, I didn't have enough money to keep James. So I had to change him to Alonzo. So I ended up with Alonzo and Robbo. Um, and Cancelo, and obviously Robo and Alonso. Robo, are you saying you got lucky? Are you saying you got lucky? I'm saying no. Well, not with Robo because that was absolutely. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, so I can, I can vouch for that.
2: Yeah, I was, I was. There was a whole thing. And PJ will know because PJ tried adamantly to get me to sell him. Um, but I insisted because genuinely Robbo, bringing in Robbo has marked a change in my season. I, I had a look and I've only had one red arrow in the last 11 game weeks. And that was game week 30 when obviously those of us who didn't free hit um, didn't do particularly well. and You know, many of us had only seven players. So that was an inevitable red arrow. But otherwise, basically since bringing Robbo in, my season has really improved. I've gone from sort of 530K at at sort of my low point to about 220K where we are now, which obviously is far from amazing, but it's a very different situation to what I was in. And so it was completely a nostalgic, like emotional decision. Um, Plus Robbo has been in great form. So I decided to risk um, keeping Robbo and, and obviously... That goal was incredible. It was so exciting to to see that. Um, and then, you know, I had KDB in in my team. Um, so those three really were the difference makers. I have uh, Triple Chelsea, Captain Werner to go. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah,
1: interesting Fantastic. turn of events. Yeah. Very, very. And just sometimes, sometimes you know, we, I think we were talking about it before we um, – before the deadline, and, and, I, and I said to you guys, I hate having, I prefer it when I'm priced out someone because then you just it is what it is. Like the Matt Havertz for me, I could afford both, and I hated it. I hated the choice. And uh, naturally, sometimes we go for the more expensive player. Like um, I could afford I could afford it alone, so I went for James. Um, no, you're
2: yeah, 100% so- right. And to your question about luck, like that was because if I had the money, I would have kept James. But I, I just, it was one place I could make a sacrifice. Yeah. And so that was yeah. fortunate
1: completely. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, uh, Hannah, are you actually ahead of me at the moment with 41 points because I've taken a minus eight hit? So, tell us quickly about your game week.
0: Yeah, I just realized actually I'm on 44 because I have the um, yeah. Ramsey auto show coming in as well. Um, but overall uh, another pretty bad game week I think this is my sixth red arrow in a row so I'm going in the complete opposite direction than Kylie um but yeah a couple of no-shows again I I had Shar however that's pronounced um he didn't feature unfortunately because Newcastle did keep that clean sheet uh as well uh so that's why I'm uh, climb through my bench at the moment but we'll see, maybe Reese will play against Man United and, and I get some points from that um, but yeah, so far the Saka was the kind of bright light on this game week so far, um, looking at another red arrow definitely, but I do have Mount Captain and Reese to go so we'll see, maybe that will minimise the damages yeah. a bit
1: Same as you, I have uh, so I'm on uh, 44 if James, if, if Ramsey comes on, uh, uh, gets in play, then it's 47, um, unless Gelhart comes on. He's put Greenwood on instead of Gelhart. I don't, I don't get it. But hey-ho, I'm not really going to cry about a 4.6 forward not getting a game. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no James, um, no Shaw. So, actually, if James doesn't play, um, two of my defenders not playing means I, I have 10 players, but... It is what it is. I took a minus eight to set me up. So James came in, Havertz came in, um, and I think Galhard was part of it. No, yeah, yeah get Weghorst who got me the assist, the legend. That is what Benzema Weghorst. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kylie, uh, let's l- look at the real players, you know, with things to play for. <laughs> Take us through the the Amigos League, please.
2: Okay, so I'll just run through where they are at the moment. Obviously, these are subject to change because we do have a match on currently, and then there is, of course, the second Chelsea match to go. But in fifth place is Matt James's team. That's Blink-180's. Then in fourth place, we have Abdul Mohsen Al-Mulhim's team, the Desert Warrior.
1: Fantastic pronunciation.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you uh then in third we have jerry newman that's the neely man and then our first two places haven't changed it, in second it's adrian paunch's origi mini mane mo appropriately named team for um this week given uh don's favorite beloved son Diva origi scored against everton again
1: um, you, should, you should hear the voice notes between him, him and I. I that imagine. Happened. It was just so mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, carry on. Sorry. Every
2: time Riggy just appears, I always think of Don. I'm like, no, oh, he must be delighted. Um, and then, of course, our fearless leader, still in first place, as he has been for ages, having an absolutely ridiculous season, is James S. And his team is Larry of Brest. So these guys are all doing brilliantly, obviously, much better than all of us. And uh, we wish them lots of luck
1: for the remainder of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Flying, flying. Uh, right. Well, uh, look, there, there is no rant this week because we're all Zen and, and PJ's not on. <laughs> so let's let's move on onto the topic. So we've had a chat about our teams. Let's let's move on to the topics. And they, Really, there's, there's five teams we want to touch on because they kind of like have a huge influence on the end of the season from FPL point of view, whether it's uh, the, the, the double-doubles, uh, whether you're free-hitting 36 or 37, etc. These, these teams, will, we, we, we think, have, uh, could, could have an impact. So let's start with two teams that have dominated the chat on Twitter. And, and, um, and they are uh, Spurs and uh, Chelsea. So both of them double uh, in 36. Both seem to be a little bit out of form. I mean, Hannah, let's start with Spurs. Most of us have at least one or two, if not three, right? A defender, um, but maybe it was the hot team they sold him, but some will have Kulu, Kulovski, San, O'Kane. Kane. Um, they play Leicester next week. So let's take, you know, we're we we mm. still game week 35. So they play Leicester, who are going to be probably focusing on Europe. It's, in, it's just before the European game, which is way more important for them. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, then they have a double with Arsenal at home and Liverpool away. So the North London Derby could be basically decided for the top four with United just giving up, zero shots on target in the last two games. We know how much Kane loves playing your boys; he just loves playing against Leicester. So should people, should owners be worried? Do you hold, sell, or invest, or even invest on a free hit if, if for thirty six or thirty seven? What's your thoughts on Spurs?
0: I think there's they're just a super interesting team at the moment because you're you're never gonna know. They're so inconsistent. Like they have been that way all season, haven't they? But I think now they still have a lot to play for, but it's unclear if Conte even wants to stay there for next season. Personally, I have Kane and Kozowski on my team, and I do intend to keep both against Leicester. And I'm feeling fielding them because I agree, like we probably are we're gonna be a bit of a banter team at that fixture it can go either way then but then I actually do plan to sell cane for week game week 36 because that's the only place where I can actually free some funds up yeah but about their inconsistency I I came up with this amazing metaphor that I really want to it's super stupid but I still want to share it um so there are dark clouds on the tottenham sky but the bright rays of sun shine through and it's sun who has been hammering my rank as well during the kind of his amazing amazing um hauls so i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't sell them if you don't have to but i also wouldn't be kind of running to into buying them because there are other heavy hitters who have better fixtures coming up i think that they're double and 36 is going to be incredibly tight like the north london derby and then they're visiting anfield as well that's not those two really, really yeah. difficult ones, obviously. It's interesting yeah.
2: you say that, Hannah, because that's exactly how I am looking at it as well. I kept Son and Kulusevski on my wild card, but I'm planning to sell one of them, but keep both for Leicester. Mm and sell one of them uh, for 36 and it it probably would be sawn if I don't see something in that Leicester fixture just simply for the reason that you kind of outlined in, in that there is much you can do with that money I think we all need to see something against Leicester to make us want to retain them for the double given it's not the best and there are there are plenty of options with good fixtures
1: Hugo is absolutely not agree with yeah, you yeah he's, he's he's angry about it he's obviously <laughs> a first fan. A <laughs> fan.
2: he's a son fan he's a so we well, you know, we all son, are i agree, have but. had son i son is my favorite player uh one of my favorite players as we know and i have son has been significant the last couple of weeks so he's basically mm. calling me highly ungrateful
1: for even suggesting <laughs> yeah, that i get yeah. rid of son <laughs> so it's, it's interesting I actually so i agree so um it really depends. So for me, if if I hit if I free hit 36 or 37 will decide my moves for 35. Because if I'm free hitting 36, then I probably will focus on players for 37. In, in any case, one of Kulu or Saka has to go. And at the moment, if Saka's is injured, it's easy. If not, then it's a decision. And I think I would rather keep Saka and sell Kulu, even though they're playing Leicester for 35. If I if I need to sell him, then because I want to. Be, for example, if I'm free hitting 36, I want to bring Coutinho in because he has nourish. Then a double in 37, just as an example. Um, however, I I did look at teams without Kane, but I decided that I want to keep him just because I think a lot of people will tell him, and I really like Kane. And to be honest, yes, there are funds, but it depends on the free hit, etc. Um, I think he's just guaranteed starter. Where sometimes we we are chasing those those city players that we don't even know if they will start the two games or not, and. I hate free hitting out a player that I already have, for the, especially for one like it. However, of course, if they continue without no shots against Leicester, etc., like Kylie said, then then I can reassess. I've looked at I've looked at drafts with that game. I think for us who have, I think Kulu is an easy one. I think Kane or Son will be the more difficult ones. Just again, selling them for a double. I really do think the North London derby. I agree, Johanna is going to be. Um, it could be tight, but historically it's been quite an open game, high scoring and they have to they both have to go for it
2: in particular
1: absolutely but they both have to go for it as well right and Arsenal have been conceding goals Uh, Ramsdale doesn't seem to to know what 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 a clean sheet is so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting Um, right so The the other team that we wanted to talk about was Chelsea. So the Dude Morpheus um, at the Dude Morpheus says, how many seasons will Chelsea become a banter club and we can completely ignore them for FBL in favour of Newcastle assets? Um, We know what he's (laughs) pointing at there, but he's saying, asking for Rhys James owners. So just quickly, I've been looking, obviously, as a a James owner. And uh, it, it basically saying that it was more precautionary and they expect him to start on Thursday. So it's an interesting one. Let's see. But however, it does make me worry moving forward, with doubles, etc. If it's a muscle issue, I think it's a hamstring, will, will he play many games? So, Kylie, I'll come to you. Um, Chelsea, right, some people say they underwhelmed against West Ham and in some in some parts they did and don't forget that was a West West Ham really reserved a a lot of their star players Declan Rice Bowen both came on but didn't start Antonio wasn't there and they probably needed the rest but I actually thought Chelsea when they especially in the second half they 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 clicked and when they clicked they I mean Werner had at least five chances Mount had a couple they had the penalty they still scored yeah yeah (laughs) Alonso had a it was all
2: my guys
1: (laughs) without delivering (laughs) exactly exactly so again it's 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 a similar question to you carly what what do people do with 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 chelsea they um you know the james no show do we expect more rotation to freshen things up should they should we still should free hitters for 36 um or 30 uh, yeah 36 should they still be looking at three chelsea players
2: Yeah. So Chelsea's a bit of an interesting one. Um, Their defense is problematic. As we know, we've, we've got a situation with Rudiger where he was injured and sort of ruled out for West Ham. And then now, of course, we know that he's leaving in the summer. So what's the impact going to be there in terms of whether he will play anymore. And obviously he's been their best defender from a a defensive perspective, right? So he is a big loss, Um, but even with him playing they were conceding a lot of goals and we of course have rotation concerns so I I don't think Chelsea for me actually Chelsea defence isn't really a buy they were appealing for this double um, because this was the double where I felt actually that they were more likely to play both particularly because of the fact that they um, still had points that they needed to get to really sort of shore up Champions League places. And while that's not necessarily done now, you know, they are that step closer having eventually beaten West Ham. I, I would maybe have some concerns, more concerns about rotation come game week 36. And I guess that depends on on how game week 35 goes and if they win that fixture. But with, so I probably wouldn't be buying defence for that personally Um, Obviously, Alonso has just done really well. But I think where they're more interesting is attack. And that's because despite their defense being really quite poor in terms of the goals that they've conceded recently, over the last six, they're only behind City for goals scored that with 14, I think City have scored 16. um, And they're joint with Liverpool and Tottenham on that 14. And again, they're second to City only for attempts with 105. They are first for shots on target with 39 and also first for big chances with 18. And in fact, they are uh, top or just shy of top for XG as well, which they're slightly underperforming with sorry overperforming with 13.33 so there's not much in it um obviously so from an attacking perspective we know Look, West Ham sort of set up to even with their reserve team they didn't play all of their attackers like they were going in there to defend and you know Chelsea didn't look great in the first half they did eventually improve but I I still think that they are worthy of investment from an attacking perspective. I just don't think that you would necessarily need to go into 36 with three of them, particularly if you're free hitting, if you're free hitting, you know, the world is your oyster. There are a lot of players who have doubles. There are premium players who have doubles. And so you've got a lot of options that you can choose from. So it it feels maybe a little bit more difficult to kind of fully max out on Chelsea if you're not free hitting in 36 and you've gone and fully invested in Chelsea, um, it really depends how well set up you are. So if you're in a position where, you know, you are like completely set up for 36 and you've got these three Chelsea and you've got no injuries, then you might go and look at, you know, swapping one for someone else because it's a bit of a luxury, but you know, if you're not in that position, and as we know, things change very quickly, you might sort of decide to just hold on to them. Um, but I, I think it will. I think we could see more rotation if they do win this next match, because um, like that, that's obviously that step closer to Champions League kind of being guaranteed, really.
1: Yeah, not for fair. fair i not, not 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 much i don't agree with i do like their fixtures but like you said it's um it's about
2: yeah they guarantees. have great fixtures 100 percent they do so that that is an appeal as well
1: yeah agree agree well uh, look there's there's three other teams that are going to also shape the next the next few few game weeks for for all of us um they're gonna play key roles um We've got Leicester, we've got Everton and we've got Villa. Um, and two of those, well, obviously Everton are fighting for relegation. Villa really still need to, I, I say they still need maybe one or two wins just to, to feel safe. Leicester have got that you know, they, they are focusing on um, on their own uh, uh, European adventure. Hannah, we, we'll, start, we'll start with Leicester, with your boys. They have a double-double, uh, but we're seeing a lot of uh, rotation. Ha, do you think by 37, if they were out of Europe, this will stop. Or do you, is 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 this rotation dependent? I mean, if if we look at their fixtures, uh, in in 36, they have um, so they they've got Tottenham next, which is, you know, I think they'll be focusing on Europe. But then you've got um, they are playing Everton at home and Norwich at home, which is a great double. And after that, you've got um two away games: Watford, which is not there. The, the toughest but interestingly they've got two teams that are absolutely fighting for, for, for survival Watford uh, Norwich would say but not hashtag no disrespect but it's probably over boys and then um, they're playing Chelsea away so a nice double in 36 a tougher one in 37 which is annoying because I think by 37 we could know if they're going to be in Europe or not what, what do you think yeah that's true uh,
0: 36 double is amazing um, but yeah, it's it's been going exactly as we kind of anticipated it would. So um huge rotation uh focuses fully on Europe. Um the games that we have been playing on Premier League have been a bit half-assed and uh seen some of those kind of classic bottling cases as well where we lose on injury time. Um uh a bit dis- uh, not disappointing, not even surprising, just just frustrating. Um but yeah, I think going for Leicester players. Everyone should know by now what the risks are, and I do think that it, it's gonna, it's gonna continue like that for at least thirty six. Like as you mentioned, thirty seven, we might already know how it's gone. Like we might be out if yeah. Roma does that. Um, yeah, I, but for me, yeah.
1: No, no. Yeah. I was just gonna say. I, I, I was gonna say, like I said to you on the last I think we were talking just before game week thirty three when they had a double. Yeah. Leicester players for me. A place you buy for that double. I know sometimes we try, and, and now with with the end of the season as well, you're trying to maximise. But to be honest, 35 fixtures not, is not great anyway. Then, you because you want to see what's happening. If if I was to buy um, anybody for 35, they'd be benched no matter anyway because of the opponent. Uh, but I'll probably wait until 36 to see, right, who's been rested, who's playing, what's happening in Europe, do they have a chance, etc. Because we can see what, seen exactly what happens, uh, as you said, as, as we expected. Um, So for for those who are uh, like might be free hitting 36 or or, or 37, who would you say, um, you know, uh, with that rotation, where would you focus? Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, there's a big lottery up front now, especially with Vardy coming back? Is Madison still the go?
0: I was just going to say, like, now that body's back, it's even even more difficult to pick a forward. Uh, so body Nacho, and Daka would, in my eyes, be a bit of a no-go because none of them is going to play full minutes. Roddy is obviously being Easton. um Out of all of them, Schmeichel does remain the top pick. Um, I probably am bringing him in for 36 myself as well. And um, if, some, if uh, anyone who has Madison he's a hold every time he plays uh, four minutes or our start he typically delivers as well um, so I wouldn't sell him if I had him but then again let's go then to Barnes who has been drifting again I wouldn't trust for either minutes or returns so him I would actually even consider selling um, yeah, maybe I'm if we're his, for the
1: twelve yeah. points that I got of him. <laughs> to be honest, I've
0: been <laughs> lucky. <laughs> yeah. My top points would maybe be on the wing backs uh, section. I think JJ is the most likely to start on the top on the double because I do expect that uh, Ricky Pereira and Castagne are going to start versus Roma. Okay, probably a summary of where we're at with
1: Leicester. Oh, cool. But no, I, I I completely agree, and I do think uh, the, the, it's a juicy double, but let's see what happens. Um, oh, I almost uh,
0: forgot one though. I'm sure. still going to add. A lot of people have been looking at Kieran Dosbury Hall, who's been amazing this season, obviously, and I think he's probably like if anyone's looking for a kind of cheap budget midfielder, for example, for a bench boost in 36, he's he's right up there with the competition. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, Kylie. Villa. They've got Norwich next, then a, then double double. They've got Burnley twice. They've got uh, Liverpool uh, at home, Burnley home and away. And then they've got Palace. Wildcarders, three hitters. Should they be worried about their form? Uh, 37 is a better double than 36 with two home games. Now, we we actually have a question about this um, from um, uh, FBL uh, puck Andy at FBL puck. Is Villa Trap heading into the double double? What do you think, Kylie? Are they a trap?
0: Oh, gosh.
2: It's it's really hard to tell with with Villa, right? Because they are so... Uh, even statistically, like, they're inconsistent. It's really bizarre. So, like, if you look at the last six, right, they've only scored five goals, um, which obviously is sort of at the lower end of the, the table. But they've had 81 attempts, which is sixth best Um, in that period and in fact only four less attempts than Liverpool they've had 33 shots on target which is third best Um, only Chelsea and City better that and yet they've only had eight big chances which is at the bottom end of the table Um, and then they've had an XG of 8.24 so obviously they're underperforming that by about three and a a bit goals over this period so you can see it's it's not just in terms of results it's also statistically like it's hard to kind of pull together a story with them that makes a lot of sense however in saying that obviously having a double double is really appealing they are one of the more stable options in term um, in terms of players that you pick that feel consistent in terms of their minutes and that's obviously a challenging thing we've just talked about Chelsea for instance where we're not really sure what we're going to get. And that is, and, and Leicester even more so who are obviously priced much more similarly to the, the likes of um, Villa's options. In, in saying all of that, what I would say is particularly with someone like Coutinho, who will obviously be a key target for many, or certainly someone that people are considering He scored his three double-digit hauls against Leeds both times, in fact, and Southampton, I believe it was. So if you look at the Norwich fixture next, that has the potential to be one of those kinds of fixtures. And then, of course, you know, like we're not really expecting anything from Liverpool, but Burnley twice has the potential to be that as well. He's had five consecutive blanks an XG of 1.03 over the last six, which is highly meh. But he's had 13 attempts, four in the box, six on target, 10 chances created. None of that is bad. So I think with Coutinho and Villa in general, what you're doing is you're backing the fixtures with that pick. And you're hoping that he has that sort of flat track bully thing where he can deliver against Norwich and Burnley in particular. And I don't hate it. It feels a little bit punchy, yeah. but I think one thing to remember there is that Villa looked pretty awful in the build-up to game week 28, you know? Yeah. It, like. Agree. Uh, and and I'm hoping of
1: people us... continue to avoid yeah. them because I fully agree with you, by the way, on, on, I'm literally attacking fixtures now. There's no time for, um, for, for long, for long-term punts. Right now, if I was, my plan, it really depends on when at the moment it really depends on when city doubles so if they double in thirty six my plan is to free hit them which means that I want to buy players for thirty five and thirty seven you need absolutely. to set up and villa continue damage, yeah. continue and cash are my moves for thirty five. Well I because I, think I want it them for sense. 37 as well. I think it makes yeah, sense
2: and you know so like if you look at Norwich right over the last six and let's be honest for the majority of the season right they have the worst xgc in the league um with 12.95 expected goals conceded they've conceded 11 so they're only fractionally doing better than that Burnley is not you know Burnley haven't conceded as many goals but their xgc is similar so these guys aren't delivering from a statistics perspective so it it absolutely, I can easily foresee a situation on the Coutinho side, and we'll get to Cash in a second, but on the Coutinho side, I, I would not be surprised if he did a 28 again, maybe not the haul to that level that he did then, but it was enough to put lots of us who considered captaining him in 28 initially when they had good form off, and and then we saw what he did. So I, I think it the form is problematic but as you said the fixtures are really good they're a nice easy pick whether you're free hitting Mm. during that period or not and as for cash i really like cash as a pick his Mm. xg Mm. is 0.71 like that's not far off coutinho's and he's a defender he's had five attempts four in the box that is the same as coutinho by the way one on target three chances created and defensively this is an important point right because i don't know about you guys but My perception, and this is largely inflated by the Tottenham match, is that they've been really poor over the last period defensively. But actually, if you look at the stats, XGC again, right, so that's expected goals conceded, over the last six is 6.14, which is actually fifth best in that period, but they've scored, they've conceded nine. And obviously, four of those nine came against Tottenham. And in that match where they conceded four goals, their XGC was 1.22, right? So mm. this is all because Son got mm. a hat trick that completely goes against what the data said. And we know that because Son is so clinical and you yeah. know he doesn't need a great chance to score. So I guess, you know, whether you're someone who looks at data or someone who looks at the eye test, like the reality is that they're better than the story tells defensively and they are really good fixtures. So they could get good... They, he could get clean sheets, and we know he can get attacking returns. I think, yeah. you looking at cash and Coutinho is sensible. Definitely, going into definitely. This run.
1: yeah. And, and I already have Ramsey, he would be the third for um, if if I'm not if uh, if I'm not uh, free hitting because I'm, I'm not interested in mm. them for 36. So, but Ramsey, you have a bench be on- please, don't you? Yeah, Rams will be in my yeah. bench boost for thirty six. What you know. I'm saying is, if I'm free hitting, I'm not really getting a Coutinho when there's a City double, a Chelsea double, a Liverpool double. Uh, I don't have, I, I don't need Coutinho when they have Liverpool there. Could could it, it could backfire? But my target is is somewhere else. For me, Villa are for thirty five and thirty seven. Um, but it's interesting you say about the defense because the one thing, what obviously Villa have. Uh, fl- flattered to see in, in, in some cases um, I would say. Probably better at home, like you said, uh, apart from the leader away. But Martinez is just not as good when I watch him as last year. He's letting in really easy goals, whereas last year he was just a, a, a magnet and, and for bonus points and everything, like similar to Pope and Schmeichel. Whereas this time around uh, w- whilst the stats are saying that they're not conceding that money, etc. I just watch him and I think he is not the player of last year. And that's, you know, he, he was maybe that's overperforming
2: like last year. Dean Henderson, remember, you know, when he was with yeah. Sheffield United and it was just like he was this sort of wonder kid. And, yeah, that's
1: true. And then, yeah. of
2: course, you know, when he was getting consistent minutes for Manchester United, like th- that wasn't sort of demonstrating, obviously, different setups, different defences entirely, because you're talking about two different teams. But, you know, it, we have seen some of that in the past, right, where you've had this... Uh, keeper kind of come out and be like incredible and then it just sort of fades away a bit I mean Ramsdale (laughs) is a bit off the boil and now obviously Arsenal have had injuries you know which have an impact right but the fact of the matter is uh, Ramsdale has been phenomenal this season he's he's gone off the boil these things happen but I I think you're right about Martinez He, he doesn't look the keeper that we all thought was unbelievable last yeah. and it could just be a one season
1: thing and with Mings in front of you sometimes you've had to do a mistake <laughs> as much as I like him as a as a person and he tries hard but he's sometimes he makes some awful awful mistakes but not fair, fair discussion on Villa I think it's quite obvious that we said you know where we say and where to target them uh, Phil and uh, Cash probably the, the two obvious ones and then really it's a choice for me between Ramsey and Watkins I know your thoughts on Watkins, but I think if if you don't if you want uh, three attackers or two and you're not going for example to Charleston, which we'll touch on next, I think Watkins is a fair option. With again, if you're not, he well, you doesn't have or much free competition
2: up front. Does no. he? that's the thing.
1: Four games, etc., etc. If they, if you're not, if not wildcard, if you, if you don't have a wildcard or free hit, etc., you've got four games out of him, um, or, or, or you know, with the double, that double works so, so
2: well for their cost. I mean, he's, he's, hey, hey, is, hey. No, the last Weghurst. couple, yeah. But when everyone was like, oh, double-double.
1: Yes, I remember. but so listen, what happened there? <laughs> nobody talks about Weghorst. Yes, yeah? 17 <laughs> points in the last two games. <laughs> He's your champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, right. So um, to wrap it up with the teams that we believe will have uh, uh, influence, obviously, we, you know, we know Liverpool, City, et cetera. But um, Everton, Hannah, Everton are now... Um, Obviously, we know that they are fighting for relegation. They're actually in the bottom three. Um, mm. They've got, again, they've got a double double. Uh, they've got two away games in 36, and they've got two home games in 37. Now, uh, their, their away form is clear for everybody to see. Um, and their home form is just a complete contrast of that. Uh, I think they've got Brentford and Palace at home. Um, uh, and away they've got Watford, which I think is going to be absolutely huge. No, is it, is it mm-hmm. Watford or is it Burnley? I'm not, let me just check quickly. Sorry. Like, Watford's on 36, yeah. Yeah, it, it's Watford, yeah. I can't, I can't. Yep. So they've got your, your boys, Leicester, and then they've got um, Watford, yeah, which I think is absolutely huge, that game. So um, what what's your thoughts, again, on, on Everton? Um, go on for them. They
0: are so difficult. Um, I think this is one of the most... Ch- dependent uh teams um personally probably because i'm free hitting on 37 i can't ignore them um brentford home crystal Palace home they're quite nice fixtures even though i do think that um, everton will struggle against both of them um but yeah they're they're on the table now and um i think most most of the fpl managers this season who have gone for everton have gotten burned and um
1: Okay, Richarlison picks.
0: says hi. I <laughs> well, yes, his got this worked for you.
1: You are one exception <laughs>
2: to the rule. <laughs> probably the only exception to the rule because I think they've broken <laughs> everyone else's heart repeatedly. Yeah, I know,
0: like many seasons have gone to die. to Everton triple ups. <laughs> um, but yeah, Richarlison is probably the one kind of more obvious one because he seems to be on penalties now um, than... Pickford is a shout. I, I say with a kind of question mark, and I uh, love Gordon. that the question
2: mark was so
1: clear in your voice
2: as well. <laughs> it was like <laughs> yeah, extreme right. hesitation there.
1: Pickford is Pickford. I he's he could, an he <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I agree with you, and and I guess for me, Gordon is is definitely yeah. an option.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: a... he. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Gordon's a shout. Uh, then I was wondering if our early season wonder Gray would start Gray. Kind of appearing yeah. again. Who knows? But yeah, Gordon's Gordon's the better pick of what kind of the midfield. Well,
1: with with his price, really, especially you know, like let's mm. say let's say City double in 37. You're looking at De Bruyne because you probably think he will start. He's one of those that will start both games, even though he might yeah. come early. It, 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 Gordon allows allows you a De Bruyne plus a, plus a, a good attacker, right? And and I, you know what? W- watching them against Liverpool. People can say whatever they want about their tactics. I would have probably done the same. They came to not lose because they and they came to frustrate, and it, it really worked. But Gordon was their mm-hmm. outlet. He's got the pace. He can and he's got goals in him. I do think yeah. Richarlison and Gordon are probably the two. I see what you what you say about Gray. Uh, still, for me, I'd say Richarlison and and um, and Gordon with potentially mm-hmm. Pickford in goal just for with 37, with the two home fixtures. The thing is, they are absolutely fighting for their lives now. And to be honest, if you look at Richarlison, he has been the one scoring in the last few games. he absolutely. Absolutely. So I do think as much as, you know, he's an absolutely awful player, like dirty, complains nearly as, as bad as Zaha sometimes. But for me, he's definitely an option. He will be the only outlet. And... You know he's playing his old team, Watford. Then, then two home games with their rocker at home. I'm definitely targeting them if if I do uh, whether free hit in thirty seven or or mm. not. Uh, yeah. Everton will be a team that I look at for sure for thirty for thirty seven. For sure, yeah.
0: I think that many probably are. Might be if, if you're like looking at a bench boost or a free hit for those couple of game weeks or 37 in particular that you're you're looking at the cheap midfielders right, as as mentioned Gordon, KDH, and Ramsey all of them. So I did a bit of comparison between them, and looking at um, well their XG over the six last six I used last six as well like Kylie did, um so Gordon's at um 0.48. XG, KDH at 0.42, and Ramsey 0.47 are quite nicely tied there. Um, But Gordon has a much better XA. So looking at expected assist, he's at 1.4, whereas KDH and Ramsey are at uh, 0.45. And then their price, all of them are 4.4 to 4.7. If I were to choose from them, I'd probably go Gordon as well. But I do have Ramsey at the moment in my team. But yeah. i a free hit. That I could take it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, th- I think um, it's vibe. Look, again, at this stage with three weeks to go, you are definitely attacking fixtures and hoping mm-hmm. that those teams that are fighting... I'll, I'm having players from teams that are fighting at the top teams fighting at the bottom but you know we sometimes say avoid but you know we're not saying pick uh, i don't know the corey or or alan who had two touches of the ball in 70 minutes and both of them were the kickoff um <laughs> that, was, uh, that was so funny yeah it, it's <laughs> hilarious we're saying to go for the talisman of a team that is deaf that's been scoring all their best players that's what you do and that that's what i plan to do or you go for your Absolutely, established assets because no matter what, they will turn up in the in these games. It, it, it's literally that that's all that's all you hope for for them to turn up um, at this time. So I think, uh, look, um, I think those five teams definitely will have an impact on how the season shapes up uh, from FPL point of view and, and and football. So we just wanted to to touch on them. Um, so uh, obviously, there are other teams that are doubling, but uh, we'll talk more more about them next week. So let's quickly just. Jump into a couple of questions and then uh, we'll wrap up with the, with the with the funny ones. So, um, uh, Baka three four three at uh, Bakha FBL three four three. He's um, he first wanted to know from Monkey if coarse hair FBL coarse hair real li- is is um, in real life as beautiful as as it is on Zoom. Then then he realized that Monkey's not joining us. So he said, "Can we discuss possible rotation for Liverpool this weekend?" So I- I'll quickly take that. So, I've always said, we as FPL players, we ignore the third game in a heavy, congested period. And Klopp has done this before. And other managers we see the form with Chelsea in the third game against uh, Arsenal, it was. Liverpool have just had uh, a, an intense derby. They will have Villarreal and Newcastle away is going to be the early game. Luckily, we're not travelling. So, do I think there will be rotation? Yes, I think Diaz will be back. I think our midfield will be rejigged. Then it depends on what happens in Villarreal. We have five subs in the Champions League. I think we'll go strong and hope to, um, to get a good advantage in the first leg. Obviously, Villarreal have just done that. Munich and Juventus. So there's absolutely no guarantees there. If we go in, let's say... 3 0, whatever, something like this, then I can see club focusing on, on the league game and then resting, then swapping the teams with the, with the return leg. If it's closer, if it's much tighter, then I do see rotation at Newcastle. As, as tough as that game will be, club would want, you know, he has to balance it. However, he has surprised me lately with, with really starting with the, you know, Mane and Moore have started every game. I see one of them, I see maybe Mane uh, getting a rest. And Jota, Diaz and Salah started, maybe, for example, against Villarreal. So it's hard to to call it. Could Simicas come in for Robertson? Absolutely. I do really think it depends on tomorrow, uh, sorry, Wednesday, the outcome and how many minutes each player play. I I would not be surprised if Trent comes off early, for example, and Gomez gets a run out. Um, I also would not be surprised if Trent plays the full game um, and he was not great against Everton, especially in the first half, for Gomez to play who's done all right at right-back. Obviously, you Marz, don't... You know what's,
2: yeah. what's your thoughts on Matip? Because he's obviously done really well. He's, he's probably he has. been rotated less than people maybe expected. Do you think he's a viable budget option for people?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think if Konate starts in the Champions League, Matip will be back for Newcastle. Um, I think Matip... Um, I think Konate is being... Kind of like easing to the team. He's in and out, in and out. Matip is definitely the first choice centre back right now with Van Dijk. Um But Matip even himself touched on it, saying, you know, like with my history of injuries, etc. He can't play too many games, so that's why you bring in Konate, and Konate is not a bad option at all. I'm just, I just sometimes he has this lapse of uh, judgment in him or, or, or something like this that you know with Matip and the way we go forward. Matip actually was very, very important and. Effective against Everton because he drags players, he can take players on. He can, he's happy to go with the ball. So I can see him going with Konate now and uh, against Newcastle, and then strong in, the, uh, uh, in in the double as we as we move forward. I just think you know, Klopp has to balance it, and I think he will balance it well. as you know, we're still going on on both fronts. I think Newcastle w- might be the game where you see some changes, but not massive. That's the like. You could see Tzimikas come coming for Robertson. You could see Salah getting a little bit of a rest, but he won't take that many risks either. So I think he will go in to try and um, get an advantage and then, and then rest place. But let's, let's see. Tomorrow will we'll tell us a lot. Um, Roosevelt Franklin at Nielsen 51. Hannah, what does spooky have to do to get on your squad? Just because you are finished doesn't mean you are finished. Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> that, that, that hurt so deep <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say honestly <laughs> um, on my wild card did I consider Puke all the time like yes I I desperately wanted to bring him in but then I, I always think that I have this weird bias towards him and then that makes me worry it was it was a bias I should have listened to. And uh, then I did, like, I've had horrible strikers instead. Um, never again and I'm, am I saying no to Pukki. I might actually bring him in for, for the rest of the season just for
1: for fun, <laughs> for the vibes. Yeah, everybody went for him. Uh, the, I brought Marshall. him in on
2: my wild card. I mean, yeah? Again, yeah. it's oh. that com- lack of confidence. Comp- sorry, Hugo's just hugo i'm not sure what he thinks of pookie but he has strong feelings seemingly um but but yeah i it's that lack of competition thing up front you know
1: Mm. he agrees he really agrees (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: right anyway i I think he's a good option i'll leave it at that
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting, a lot of people. Norwich are an interesting one because you, they are playing, they're going to actually be a, a key team with one, some of the teams that we've targeted playing them. You, you get two things: Norwich are going down. So they 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 might play with some freedom, which means they could go attacking, which means they're open mm. at the back. But it also means that it gives a good finisher like Chan, And he did have chances in the last game. Uh, you didn't yeah. expect him. To, to... His goal,
0: goal involvement has been really great lately. Yeah, I like that. And and like they're going against on the double. They have West Ham and Leicester. Both are very occupied in Europe, so they they'll be yeah. rotating heavily. Like West Ham doesn't even have a defense anymore. So
1: exactly, good good option for a bench boost for sure for sure. Um, FPL Apollo Max. Um, which CFC and Spurs players will you get in your team? Could you agree with me that Kai Havers is the best player in the world? Asking you from Germany. So, uh, <clears throat> danke, um, Max, and welcome into the three amigos. Um, I could speak a bit more German, but then you just laugh. Um, so, which, so to, to first to ask you, is Kai Havers the best player in the world? Look, maybe he has the potential to be one of the best players. I like him. Right now, no. That's just being honest. Um, Kylie, what, thinking about Chelsea and Spurs players for, for double game week 36, so we touched a lot about we talked about Havertz, James, Rudiger. For Spurs if you don't have the players, what would you, would you bring anybody? Would you bring us on for the double? If you don't have him?
2: I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would this week. I feel like it's one of those where at this stage, if you don't have them, you kind of need to see what happens. I think just the, the fixtures aren't, like, compared to the rest of the teams that are doubling, they're just not as compelling. Um, so, I, yeah, I think I'd be a bit reluctant at this point, but I, I wouldn't rule it out because we know what they're capable of, you know, so I'd, I'd keep an eye on the situation. We, we know that... Oh my god my bribery of him did not work because
1: he just it's all right it's all over. right he's part of the pod he's, he's he's yeah he has an
2: ongoing feud with the the dog uh sort of next door whose whose name is very <laughs> creatively blackie um they used to be friends but blackie is two years old and therefore you know hugo's enthusiasm annoys him so now they just you know have, have barking matches. They're like two old men neighbors who you know complain a lot. So that's what's happening right now. It's all kicking off in my house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I don't. I have to, as we discussed. Uh, I know Hannah mentioned she has two as well, and I wouldn't rule out selling one of them. I wouldn't yeah. be buying yet. But so much mm. can turn on on a dime, and if, if yeah. you look at the likes of Kane or Son in particular. Like they really are very clinical. And so it doesn't take a lot for them to, to suddenly deliver. And mm. so it would not surprise yep. me in the least if they do do really well in the double. I, I, I just think if, if people are talking about bringing them in and they don't already have them, you're, you're looking at alternatives like City potentially in 36 um, and Liverpool and Chelsea and, you know, Villa, and yep. it, it's quite tricky.
0: Yeah.
1: Agree, yeah I agree yeah I agree like this is
0: not the point of, of the season where you're going to start ripping your team in parts to get Son or Kane because of their price point as well
1: there's more yeah. issues the, we're just lucky to be honest like I said last week that the fight for fourth is still going so you know the, these, they need to turn on sooner or later and what a chance against Leicester at, uh, probably a rotated Leicester team uh, a team that historically Spurs do well especially Kane so let's see let's see um uh, so check yourself, to uh, so check yourself. Uh, if you guys went to a themed fantasy dress party together, what theme would you choose, and which character would you assign yourself and the other two? And then he said, "Actually, if that's too so difficult, you can go to a superhero themed fancy dress party and give me your assigned character." So, Hannah, who who would be your assigned character?
0: Superheroes. Why didn't I? You answer first. I'm gonna think.
1: Kylie, superhero. Why are
0: you coming to me?
2: Do I strike you as someone who knows a lot of?
1: No, fashion? I'm trying to think of superhero past, <laughs> past, Superman.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, this... I, I I have a confession. I have never seen the fascination about fancy dress parties. I don't like them.
2: Oh my god, Not I even. love a fancy dress party. I'm mm, so much kind fun. of flapper girl. You know, I did go as Cruella DeVille um, for a yeah for a um. Halloween party and it was quite epic I will say um yeah yeah I'm
1: not very creative like that Kylie I just I can't I cannot be bothered
2: (laughs) I love a night I love a Gatsby theme to be honest it's all glam (laughs) and fabulous um less so superheroes to be honest I guess Wonder Woman. Batman Wonder Woman. woman. Yeah, yeah, we have the same hair. I mean, I don't even know anything about her other than she rocks a great little <laughs> outfit. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I think she has a whip. Does she have a whip?
1: Is that, that so. Catwoman or Wonder Woman? I'm not sure. Oh, maybe it is Catwoman. I I, have is. No idea. Well, I think
2: she has bracelets, so she accessorises. You know, I, I'm not really going <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. Now, now I know. I would probably dress up as the... Um, um, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it's one of the better um, Marvel films. Um, I would be the raccoon. Okay. Be, oh, yeah. yeah that would magic. be a nice costume, and that, that's a that really would be cute. great character. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea, but I can imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, uh, listen, that's all we have for the questions and the topics. Thank you all for the questions. Um, it's, it's always fun to have uh, to have those fun questions. So let's quick, quickly uh, wrap up with our uh, captains and transfers. So, Kylie, I'll come to you first. You've just wildcarded. Uh, are you rolling or is there a move that you've got in mind? No free hit, just triple captain, right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. So... Um... I'm, I'm not actually sure. It, it's possible that I will wild cut. I went without Salah um, and I, because I wanted to keep Son, um, De Bruyne and Werner um, and then obviously a, a premium defense and mount and all of them. So I, I could make a transfer this week um, to sort of get rid of, Verna probably as, as the one and, and Jota, but I, I think what I'm more likely to do at this stage, uh, unless we sort of hear something or depending on the team that goes out for champions league, um, I might leave my team, save the transfer. And then if, if I do decide to get rid of Son, I, I could potentially do a Son, Jota and Verna um, out for a minus four and change them. Coutinho will come into my team. Um, actually that's right sorry I've just remembered I I will be making a move this week because I want continue against Norwich so for better or worse so I will be doing that Um, and then realistically the other two of the three will probably go ahead of 36. Uh, Captain is quite difficult actually because my original inclination was to go with De Bruyne who has leads. The only concern that I have is um, obviously he he came off early. He actually came off um, really early. Around but, 57. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, look, I, I didn't have an issue with. I got two assists and it's one of, you know, he was the only one really that did anything. I'm excluding Jesus and his monster hall because really no one owned him. Um, so, you know, it was nice to get those points, but it is something that I could see. Happening again if they deliver really early against Leeds because there's an element of wanting to protect him. He's really important not only for Champions League but for the Premier League push. So they're gonna to want to play him as much as possible, but take him off as early as possible in a match if they can, I think. And that is not such an issue when you own him, but you know, it's obviously a concern when you captain him. So I am I I think I'm gonna wait and see on that one and then roll the dice because I do have Son as an option, but it's just, you know, against it's home. He's been great at home, but recent form
1: can always yeah. put you off. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, what about you?
0: Um, might be a bit concerning considering that I'm on a streak of red arrows, but I'm actually going to roll my transfer. Um, seems looking quite nice. Someone's going to get injured probably still. Um, so then that might change things, but rolling and um, I don't know about the captain. She probably goes between Sala and Kane, as mentioned. He's gonna love um, scoring against us, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I think yeah.
2: Kane is a great shout if you
0: have him this week. Yeah,
1: honest. yeah, my captain is uh. On Kane, it's not moving unless he gets injured or anything like that. Um, it, maybe this is the time that I agree with the stat nerds that there is no such thing as form. Um, and then Kane will just turn it on, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then moves really just depends on when City are dropping this, 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 this double, but mm. most likely if it comes in 36, um. I'll be going uh, for a free hit in 36, which means that Coutinho and Cash will come in. Um, yeah, for Saka, uh, Saka who's injured, if he's injured, or, um, or or Kulo and and Shaw. So yeah, um, But te- so could could even do a minus eight to set me up for the for for the bench boost of bringing more players for 37. But just depends on. On what I want to do and, and who's moving in or out. Um, but yeah, great. So, uh, well, that's all we have uh, time for. Uh, I have been Mars at Mars05. Uh, she has been Kylie at Kylie FBL. And she has been Hannah at FBL Hannah. We have been the three amigos at the three amigos FBL. Please rate our pod if you like what you hear. That's all we ask you to do. Enjoy the calmness of Game Week 35 before a double double hits us and enjoy the football, as I keep saying, because we are lucky to have such a, uh, a fight everywhere in the Premier League. Adios, amigos.
0: One for each other and all for one The three brave amigos are we Brother to brother and everyone A brave amigo <laughs>